Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. And this week, we are coming at you with a slightly rogue theme, but hear us out. Yep. You might have seen that bookster challenge going around, my life as a book. So today, we're jumping on that bandwagon and we're running with it. Hello there, Jess. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm not so great. My <laughs> face hurts. I feel like I do need to preface this episode by saying I went to the dentist today because I don't know if my voice sounds funny. Doesn't sound funny. I don't have a lisp. No, okay. It feels weird it's doing this a- on a, a Wednesday, right? <laughs> it's so weird. I don't like it. I much prefer recording on Fridays when it's a bit more acceptable to drink wine, you know? Mm, I hear I hear we're just busy people you know I feel like actually I feel like you and I are both going to be so busy for the next few months that this month this rogue Wednesday could be happening a few times it's the new orange yeah. Wednesdays Remember that? <laughs> we're just gonna have to get used to it we're so in demand Jeff. <laughs> in fact I've actually started writing myself and this is probably something you've been doing just on the regs for years anyways but I've started writing myself a daily to-do list for my personal life because one I'm just struggling to keep a track of all the shit I need to do as well as you know hold down a job but two the feeling of crossing something off a to-do list is probably one of the most gratifying feelings in life so I'm gonna respond to your two parts of that one first part yes I've been doing that for years yes of course yeah second part to-do list Mm. absolutely love it and you know what I like to do these days is when my list gets too long and I've crossed off like half of the stuff and the list looks messy I then Mm -hmm. start a new to-do list but hear me out it's not actually unproductive because then I see certain tasks that I don't want to carry over to my next to-do list so I just action (laughs) them and it actually then makes me do work yeah because I'm like oh that's a really good idea we're not carrying this one forward just get it done and then I can cross it off and it's done I love that I thought you were going to say something that I do actually which is like sometimes when I start my day I write things on my to-do list that I've already done so I can just (laughs) cross them off I don't do that no no I always have two to-do lists one is like a written one and then the other one is like flagged emails that need dealing with like they're two separate things yeah one I have a work to-do list which I've always used but it's my personal to-do list which I now Mm. write down in a notebook so Mm. I actually you know get my personal shit done as well because that's always what gets left behind doesn't it and then you forget and it's like eight o'clock and you're like, well, sod it. That can wait for till tomorrow. And then it never happens. It never happens. Now I am accountable I'm, day by day. I'm proud of minute you. By you're, minute. you're always welcome to send your to-do list to me. And I'll be like, Lauren, have you done this one yet? You really would as well. I'd absolutely <laughs> love that. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> should we crack on with this bookster challenge, Lauren? Will you tell us about it? Because this one was your idea. It's usually me with the rogue ideas. This was all you. <laughs> Although I did then amend your idea, but crack on. Right. So I thought this would just be a bit of fun and it might give us a giggle or two, but essentially you pick a genre. So for example, thriller, and then you describe what your life would look like if it was a thriller. And as you said, the twist here is we are going to answer for each other. 
it feels a bit less self-indulgent you know otherwise I'd be like my life has a romance well I'm the princess and you know (laughs) definitely it would be too cringy to answer it on your own wouldn't it sure for sure so this is going to be anyone who has done this challenge and answered it on their own but you know we're just we've got the luxury of being able to answer it for each other yes and also all for self-indulgent it's different talking about it than writing it in a caption you can absolutely write about yourself in a caption but just waffling on on a podcast seems seems a bit much um lauren yeah should we should we should we start with thriller yes i think we should start with thriller okay i'm very very intrigued to know (laughs) what you're gonna say um i'm actually a little bit scared it's kind of like seeing your life through somebody else's eyes and you're not sure if you're gonna like it or if it's gonna offend you oh god i'm a bit scared about my thriller for you now then (laughs) Um, you want to know? Well, can you kick us off then? Yeah. Kick us off with what would my life look like as a thriller, Jess? Okay, so I'm I'm going to apologise before I even begin about the timing okay. of my idea because I know that you're going away this weekend on a yoga okay. retreat. But the idea that came straight into my head was yeah. similar to, you know, we know Lucy Foley who writes thrillers, loves a group setting where people start getting yeah. disappearing. And I'm thinking of like Ruth Ware one by one. And so I thought uh-huh. yoga retreat where people start going missing. And I did try <laughs> to um, brainstorm some titles. Oh, I love it. All of them are absolutely shit. So I'll just say that now. <laughs> the one I landed on, <laughs> I'm really good back now. It's honestly awful. No one would buy this book. <laughs> I actually know if I could say it. Downward dog to death. Absolutely. I see what you did there. I see what you did Mm, there. mm. I love a bit of alliteration. So Lauren, I'd actually like you to now, while you're on your yoga retreat this weekend, share your location with me for the full (laughs) time that you're away. Oh my God. Yeah. You're going to put the heebie-jeebies in me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll give you uh, minute by minute updates. If you could, the thing is, so on much. yoga retreats as well, there's usually no signal, no oh, phone no. signal. Well, that's classic you, thriller territory, isn't classic, it? Classic, classic. No um, phone do you, signal. Do you then want to hear um, what your life would be like as a thriller, Jess? So much, like so much, please tell me. Um, okay, this is so funny because we've gone with a th- similar theme Ooh. in that I've taken inspo from lucy foley but (gasps) i've taken inspo from the guest list and i think you've taken inspo maybe from the hunting party it sounds like that yeah so um i was thinking about this and i actually think if your life was a thriller it would be more like a psychological thriller i am a psycho you're absolutely right yes well there is that (laughs) but I was thinking more as a bit of and you've said this yourself you're a bit of an overthinker like sometimes when you go to bed you think about memories of what happened when you were eight years old in in the playground and saying I'm a bit of an overthinker is an absolute (laughs) understatement (laughs) so I just thought you know what this has got to be a psychological thriller because it's just like Mm. something that like a little seed that gets planted in your mind and then you just keep thinking about it, thinking about it, it gets worse. So like I said, I'm thinking like Lucy Foley, guest list vibes. Mm -hmm. And you'd be an event planner and you'd be planning this really rich person's event on like a remote island somewhere. Okay, so like I do 
for my job. Yeah, so we've both it. gone it's... pretty real for each other. We've, we've gone really real. <laughs> this is this is your life, Jessica. Well, yeah. Um, and before you go, so I've like I've got a whole plot here. So Great. before you go, um, I think all of your family and your friends start warning you to be careful because this family that you're planning an event for are really rich and they're always in the news for like dodgy stuff like weird stuff just keeps mm. happening around them and you're like no I got this back off kind of thing you go and you go to this island with these rich people and all of their friends and then weird stuff starts happening like <laughs> this is very um intricate detail but your event planner goes missing don't know if you have one of these but it's a journal like like a clipboardy thing yeah where you write all your notes in and you run a show and all that yeah that would actually be hell that's now a horror (laughs) (laughs) and all of your notes go missing the odd things just like that start happening and then like maybe two days later your journal turns up and you go to write in it and you turn to a fresh page and someone has written get out whilst you can and you're like god fuck kind of spooks you but it's nothing too drastic you're like someone's playing a trick here good one guys but then the l the that old trope starts happening Mm. people start disappearing one of them is your rich people clients and then i've really got into the detail of this one we have um you you have a shower and then when you come out of the shower the mirror is all fogged up and Mm. someone has written leave suggesting that they were in there very close like very you know short I think that there. happens in um a lot of films. the woman in cabin 10 <laughs> by Ruth Ware when she's on the boat Quite possibly right? we we did like that yeah. so this scares the producers out of you and you frantically start packing you're gonna go home mm-hmm. but then all the power goes out on the island and it's hit by a storm and you're you're stuck there and then somebody dies and I'm gonna leave it there because who knows you don't want to spoil the ending book. for me <laughs> yeah I might write this book you might it might be a spoiler. What I'm absolutely loving is the attention yeah. to detail about who I am and what I do, <laughs> but also getting in so many thriller tropes. Yes. So here, here for, for it, it, Lauren. Well done. <laughs> Nailed the brief. Thank you. Thank well you. done. I okay. had a lot of fun with that one. Mm. Okay. The next genre mm-hmm. is obviously one that I put forward because it's my fave and that's dystopian. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel a bit bad now because mine is not as like well thought out as yours. Like you had all these special plot moments and twists and things. But my dystopian for you is based on the fact that you're into wellness and healthy living. (laughs) Yeah, correct. And I think I've maybe had like a Black Mirror episode in my head. You know, not the one with the social Ooh, media yeah. where they all like yes. rate each other and like each other. So it's kind of off of that, but it's not to do yep. with social media. It's to do with um, the rings on your Apple Watch. <gasps> oh, yeah. And basically you get scored by how many rings you complete a day. And there's like a worldwide leaderboard and you can be ranked on it and everyone can see. <gasps> so they can see Ooh, when I you really haven't like achieved it. Should, should I trademark it, TM? <laughs> how many things are we trademarking at this point by the domain so um yeah then you get higher in society the more rings you complete but oh obviously God, every day it. is different so your character's so smug she goes to her orange theory classes like you do yeah, she, does, she does a lot yes. for her gut health she's drinking that simprov or whatever it is that you drink <laughs> and you brought on our reading retreat and i pretended to ignore because i didn't understand what the hell was going on <laughs> and she's cut out meat. you cut out meat. Um, her downfall, Lauren, 
Oh, go on. Is it wine? Fucking loves wine. (laughs) (laughs) That is the downfall. (laughs) And and boy, is it her downfall. And then I did start thinking about like when a dystopian becomes a little bit like sci-fi and like actually is there something in wine and and I haven't quite fleshed out the ending but I love that that's the premise I I would um buy the rights to that book I wonder what I could call it something something clever with the word gut or rings something about rings you're so right like just ring would be quite alluring wouldn't it the ring the ring was taken (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay, do you want to hear? I I sort of uh, let myself down on this one. I'm not gonna lie. You nailed just, the thriller, so that's fine. I did, but I'll just give you where I was going with dystopian. Mm, mm. So I actually did a bit of research, Love and that. I researched into the types of dystopia. Dystopia, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there are four categories of what this what a dystopia I just not could know be. this in like category me. number one bureaucratic control yep. i.e mm. the government mm-hmm. category number two corporate control so companies controlling people through media or products category three philosophical or religious control so ideologies enforced by the government or society or number mm-hmm. four technological control i.e robots and computers and that shit. Mm. So I know that you really like dystopians, as you've said, and you like Handmaid's Tale, Vox, mm. The Power, Hunger Games, that dystopian, kind of. That is dystopian, yeah. It, but it is, was my first it? dystopian that led me down this path. Yeah, and there was that series about the teenagers you really liked as well. Yep, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's quite a few of them, yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> but I was looking at the ones you like, and they all seem to largely fall into the category of bureaucratic control dystopia love this analysis of me and my reading habits yeah Yeah. this is this is now a theme for your tbr um Mm. so and this is kind of where i fall off the wagon right if your life was a dystopian it would be this imagined future world where the government are brainwashing people to to follow this certain regime don't know what the regime is, didn't get that far. But mm. then I imagine some sort of Hunger Games scenario. So I think if your life was a dystopia, it would be set in your teens when you were it quite would rebellious. It so be teens. And you'd, you know, it would. there'd be some like sort of scene in the forest where you have to kill people or like run for your life and things like that, you know, scavenger right. style. Bit like um, Lord of the Flies, that sort of theme I'm going with where the kids go rogue. Mm, the kids do go of. rogue. Okay. <laughs> love that. Love that analysis. Thank you. Um, do I win the the vicious game? Yes, because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't in real life. <laughs> Such a worse. Oh, I thought you meant this round. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to have a protagonist who dies at the end because that would just be a shit book, right? Mm. They've got to prevail. They've got to beat the system. They've got to overthrow the government and set it right. Unless it's a series, of course, and it ends on a cliffhanger. And um, if anybody's listening and wants to buy this series, then we could negotiate. Maybe we a can. Part-er. We can negotiate. We do. We do prefer a series just that's a dystopian over a single. You do. You do. do. We really get into the nitty gritty. You know. <laughs> okay. Next. Next. John. Next. John is. Romantica. It's romance. 
Lauren, I am going to caveat. It's a car crash. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to share a tidbit from your past, but it's not actually about your love life. And I hope you won't okay. be bad at me, but it's a funny story that really, really shapes who I've put you as, as my character. Okay. So you're a bit sort of Bridget Jones-esque or maybe like a little bit Georgia from, uh, what is that frigging thing? Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, right? Perfect you're just like a little bit accident prone. Yes. And it, I'd say that's a fair analysis. Yeah. And so I really, it, this really came to me so clearly, this memory of yeah. being at high school. It's the beginning of the day. We're, we're all hanging out by the wall like we used to. Lauren's yeah. bounding <laughs> over. She's got a huge smile on her face. She's so happy to see her friends and start the day. And we look at her and her skirt is tucked into her tights. She's clearly, she's clearly put her skirt on first and then put tights on and she's tucked them in. <laughs> you, I you think that walked... happened more than once, Jess, didn't it? <laughs> you had walked all the way to school like that. No one had told you. With my skirt tucked You walked all the way across the playground past so yeah, many people. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, Lauren, yeah, yeah, yeah. look down. <laughs> all you had to do is look down. So... That really set the scene for my that romance. That gives a lot of background. That gives a lot of... Um... Mm. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> your, your character's like um, core memory that if, you, yeah. if you've seen Inside Out, that's, that's your character. And then I thought yeah. we'd have a lot of fun with that. You know, <laughs> so much fun. And then I thought maybe because of who I know you are as a person, I think it would be fun to do the enemies to lovers trope. Nice. Like maybe you're in science. Yeah, oh, okay. I've turned. It turns out that it's a YA romance. I didn't realize okay. that until right now. <laughs> but maybe you're like in science, and yeah. he's like setting the end of your hair on fire with a Bunsen burner, and you're like, "Oh my god, you're so annoying!" And then before you know it, <laughs> you're in love. love, and it's you prom. That coming. It's prom. That's where it all happens. <laughs> She's got a date for prom. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so happy for myself. <laughs> And it would have um, a witty name, something along the lines of like, look down at your pants or something. <laughs> Not so that that's witty at all. <laughs> I don't think I'm trying to name these shit. Oh, but I kind of get what you mean. Like Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, kind of like. It would be like that or even like Bryony Gordon's The Wrong Knickers or like, you oh, know, yeah. be, there's definitely pants in there. I just haven't worked yeah, it out. Do you know what? You've just reminded me of another core memory of mine. Oh, yeah. In year four. <laughs> I remember I was in year four because I remember being Mrs. Atwell's classroom and I remember we were getting changed for PE and I went to take my tights off and as I did, I, know I had yesterday's say. knickers yeah. in my tights in, in just somewhere stuffed in my tights and I remember being so embarrassed even though nobody had seen but just don't know how that happens. Like, how did I not have enough self-awareness to know that I was wearing a pair of tights with a pair of knickers stuffed down one of the legs? What's wrong with me? I think that is quite common and happens to a lot of people, you know, that specific one. Yeah. Mm. yeah. In my old work, we used to, we used to have this um, overheard email. It's actually outrageous that it happened, but... Um, bloody loved it and it was like stuff that was overheard oh. in the office and then somebody would anonymously it's kind of like gossip girl someone yeah, would anonymously send it to this email address called overwork overheard at and I'm not gonna say the thingy um 
And I once got submitted, somebody once submitted me saying to my friend Polly, oh God, Polly, I'm wearing my knickers back to front again. <laughs> again. No, not back to front, inside out again. And she was like, Lauren. Again, again. is the key word, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it's definitely wearing the wrong knickers pants. or something like yeah. that. I feel like you, yeah. you're onto a winner mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jess, do you want to hear what your uh, life would be like as a romance novel? I'm dying to know. Okay, I had a lot of fun with this. Okay. <laughs> if your life was a romance novel, it would actually be set when you're 80 years old because we God, know you're so right. books about yeah. old people. Um, and I hate to break it to you, but you are a widow. Uh, oh, we won't God. dwell on that too much. Okay, move on. But move on. you're this social butterfly. Uh, you've got a zest for life. You volunteer at your local bookshop. You organize charity events in your local community. You teach baking classes in your area. Like you're just loving life, Jess. You're very busy in your 80 years old I'm beaming but, I, I this is exactly who I'm gonna now strive to be oh yeah um and then whilst all this is going on your granddaughter gets engaged and your other children and your other grandchildren are trying to convince you to meet someone and bring a date to the wedding because they're like look you've got so much life you need to share it with someone blah 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 like you're so outgoing and you're like nah like I'm good I don't need no man and um they just start meddling in your life, kind of like um, the auntie's book. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> kind of like that. They're just meddling. Yeah. yeah, they're just meddling. They're meddling, meddling, meddling. And they're trying to set you up with potential suitors who are going to be at this wedding. So you're like, fuck this. You're very adamant that this period of your life dating is over. So you decide you need a fake date. We love the fake dating we trope. We love it. And I don't even think I need to say anymore because we all know how fake date stories end. Yeah, um, we get we fall in love. But that that would be it, you know. Do we know his name? Can we give him a name? Oh, uh, what would you like his name to be? Well, obviously Norman has popped into my head. All right, but I, I see. I was thinking this, but then I was like, but if it's your life when you're eighty. Norman isn't a name for nowadays, is it? Shit, neither is Jessica. Have you ever met an old lady Jessica? Yeah, but when you're 80, there'll be loads of old ladies called Jessica. God will be the new Margaret. And Ethel. Wow, what? And Betty. What a thought, Lauren. (laughs) What a thought. (laughs) I really went down this wormhole earlier. Goodbye, Um, Norman. I was like, well, it has to be a really... Um, modern day man's name if it's yeah. going to be set maybe like Jaden years time. or something I've never seen oh. an old man Jaden or a Theo or um, I think Theo Nathaniel is something like that it's going to be a modern day boy's name not maybe not too not modern maybe Lauren, I've gone a bit too modern yeah there. you're no I was about to you're say not they're not modern team. names <laughs> Theodore and Nathaniel really? are not. Yeah, but modern. Theo is everywhere at the moment. Everyone's called Theo. Everyone's That's called true. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you've got a four-year-old called Theo, but chances are you do because it's everywhere. It's the new Jessica. It's the new Jessica. <laughs> uh, so it's a happy ending. I, I love that. Clearly, I would very much enjoy reading that book. <laughs> I know you would. I'd actually like to. You've got a lot to write look forward it. to a lot to look forward to i look forward to meeting nathaniel theo norman you've got 50 years to wait but there you go 
<laughs> I can. I'll wait for you. Okay, anyway, our last genre. Yeah. Is self-help. Mm. And I honestly have just written two words and it's basically yeah. the title. Yeah. And um, it is navigating retrograde. <gasps> oh my God, I fucking love it. Yeah. And what that this is, is, me. is, I mean, genuinely, the book might just be screenshots of our WhatsApp and me being like, Lauren, I've stubbed my toe. What's going on? Is Mercury in retrograde? And Lauren being like, it's from then until now. Or me being like, <laughs> and actually, this current retrograde finishes tomorrow and we can all celebrate tomorrow when God. Mercury goes direct and can what stop fucking goes up our lives. That's Is that the phrase? It goes direct, yeah. To where? Normal. It just goes normal. Goes to At normal. the moment. It goes normal. And basically what it means when a planet is retrograde is when you look up at the sky, the planet is going so slow that it almost looks like it's moving backwards, which is why it causes things to just fuck up. And mm. when it goes So it happens to again, more than just Mercury. Yeah, all planets go. Venus has just come out of retrograde. Oh, fuck this is yeah. a school lesson for you here. So if you had relationship problems in January it's because Venus was fucking with your love life oh so that all She's the planets do now. different things yes they do okay Mercury is like the communication planet and it's the control of like technologies which is why technology fucks up a lot during retrograde okay hit me up with Neptune what's Neptune's game um TBC don't know that far okay I won't quiz you you can put it in the book um so basically it's going to be for the book well yeah we can't give it all away (laughs) this is going to be a book for people like me who are like why is my life being crazy and it will be explain (laughs) it and it will be called navigating retrograde I love it I can't wait to write this book (laughs) if you could please (laughs) only just learned about goes direct it sounds like a online immediate shipping service or something one of my still one of my favorite means is sorry for the things I said when Mercury was in retrograde because I just hard relate to that. I'm a bitch throughout the month when Mercury's in retrograde. But we digress. Oh my god, a month! Fucking hell! It's it's nearly finished tomorrow. <sighs> the end is in sight. Okay. okay, so Jess, if your life is a self help book, again, the title just came to me. It was mm. very clear for this one. It's the only one so far with a title. And it would be called Just Get On With It. <laughs> oh, my God. This this circles back to the to-do list. Just get on with it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So I kind of see this as being like, uh, because we know you don't really delve too much into the self-help realm. Mm. Don't like it too, a huge amount. So this would be more like of a practical advice for how to deal with certain scenarios. And it would be like, Maybe they're a bit kind of like Nora Ephron style. You just chuck in a few recipes in there that make you feel good, like your brownie recipe. Mm. Um, some of, you know, those chocolate orange cakes you like. They, there would be a recipe for that in there. And it'd be like recipe for when you're on your period and you feel like shit. Good one. Recipe or when for... Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> oh my God, yes. We could combine on this self-help book. Yes. Holy shit. Should we stop we really... talking about it publicly? <laughs> And it would just be like practical advice because I'd say as a friend, you are one of those friends who when something's wrong in your life, you just go to you and you'll be like, okay, well, you won't allow someone to dwell on it too much, which is a good thing. And you're just like, here's some advice. Now get on with it. You know, (laughs) 
And I just think that's a great outlook to have. Like, so I kind of seeing it a bit like Grace Beverly's book, mm. you know, when it's, she's like, you've got some friends you go to for this, got some friends who do this, some friends who do this. And yours would be like, okay, here's some practical advice. When you're feeling shit, go for a run. Or when this is happening, write a to-do list, like tick it off one by one, blah, blah, blah. I think, yeah, it'd be like organized, focused. I do enjoy the organized, focused. (laughs) You're right. That is a (laughs) a new genre. We had a meeting at work the other day and it was all about, it was a bit of a, like a breakout kind of meeting and like a little mini workshop type thing and it was all about purpose and we had to like list loads of things that made us happy and then they picked on random people and I was like um organizing (laughs) and they were like and they ask you probing questions like but why but why but Mm. why and then at the end of it everyone was like you you were just beaming for your whole five minutes (laughs) (laughs) and I was very close because I work, my office is slash a dressing room. I was very close to going and like opening my wardrobe and starting <laughs> to show them off. <laughs> you, I've never known anything like it, anyone like it, how much you, the thrill you get from organizing. So much thrill. I, nothing nothing better than when my boyfriend's messed up his wardrobe and he's like, do you want to reorganize <laughs> <laughs> like I still I? got this memory of I think it was like I I may have even told this memory on the podcast before but it was the first time I went to your house maybe it wasn't the first time but it was one of the first times I went to your house we were very young mm-hmm. and you'd been given like you know you used to get those tiny little bags filled with literally a thousand stones that were gemstones I know where this is going yep yeah yep. and you were like let's organize it organize them by color and I was just sat there my attention span was like maybe 30 seconds but you were just in your element and I swear to god we did it for like two hours I actually can't believe that it needed doing because honestly I did that monthly like got out all my stones color coordinated them counted them rated them as my favorites this oh is all very telling as to why my them as well. ca- yeah I did love a count just check out missed it did um now I've got colorful bookshelves it oh all God, started yeah. with the stones <laughs> that's how you got your love for organizing things by color so looping and also back they to were my tiny. psychological thriller I am a psycho <laughs> it's all yeah. coming full circle yeah totally um but there you go Oh, really good one, now, doesn't it? This feels a bit like a therapy session, doesn't it? it really sort of psychoanalyzed each other. Yeah, I need to calm down, and you need to check if your pants are the right way, <laughs> or if I'm even wearing pants, or if you're knows? even wearing. Them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this has been fun. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I I liked this. Um, I needed this I in retrograde, you know. Yeah. yeah, I don't even care because I have. <laughs> you nailed it it. just keep it to yourself yeah 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 don't leave a rating or review today (laughs) we're giving you a chance to win a february books that matter box the theme is how we love and include a paperback copy of the book we loved detransition baby by tori peters there are two ways to enter if like me you listen to the podcast then subscribe leave a rating and review and use your instagram handle as your nickname on the review 
Or if you like me, you listen on Spotify or anywhere else, then follow the podcast on that platform and share a screenshot on your Instagram story tagging at BookRecco so you can count your entry that way. Entries for the February box close on Monday the 28th of February and the winner will be announced on our Instagram on Tuesday the 2nd of March. If you're listening to this at a later date, then don't worry, it's a monthly competition, so still enter and we'll count your entry towards whatever box it is at the time. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.